Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon. So if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Uh, Welcome to the subway ad for the new sesame ginger glazed chicken signature wrap. How would you like it? Sports announcer at home? Yeah. How'd you? We just know. My wife picks up the new signature wrap. Man, it's got double the rotisserie-style chicken mixed with a sesame um, ginger glaze. She appears annoyed at me, but she shrugs it mm, off. Those sweet and savory flavors are calling it, her so name. She lifts the wrap and okay. she how takes much, how the much time? Incredible! And now she's closing um, the door on my... Subway, make it what you want. Probably about a restaurants. Double um, basement, average six-inch sub. With the intro, about two minutes. Short <laughs> and stout. Two here is my handle and here is my spell. No, that like this. When I get all steamed um, up, then I shout, tip me over and pour me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. KLRN Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome. But with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you are not alone.
Hey, y'all. Welcome to another edition of A Pod Divided. I am your host, Laura Lee Majernik, and with me, as always, my dear co-host, Aggie. How's it going, Aggie? Oh, it's going. I froze <laughs> this morning, but I'm okay now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, y'all. I'm not fond of winter, so... <laughs> Yeah, it, it's one of those things that starts out cold, and then by the end of the day, you're like back in your shorts. So well, it's, it's, it's Texas weather. It was it was literally when I woke up this morning it was 30, 35, right? and then this afternoon it was seventy three. So crazy, so crazy. Well, we are just so glad to be back with y'all after Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had a great holiday. But as the show says, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And because it is the holiday season, I am bringing a guest to the table for this episode. I'm so excited. So um, I met our guest on a sorority alumni website. Don't y'all love that? That's just so me, isn't it? So anyway, um, <laughs> Bethany, our guest Bethany is also a writer, just like yours truly, and she just published her first book. It is a beautiful children's book um, for the Christmas season, and I wanted her to come and talk to y'all about it, not just because it's adorable, but because it has a really great message and it benefits um, some people that are doing some incredible work around the world for children. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the table, Bethany Brevard. Bethany, you there? I am. Thank you so much for having me. Yay! Okay, thank you for being here. We're so glad to have you. Bethany um, was an eighty pie at Texas State, and I was an eighty pie at Ole Miss, but had so much fun. My father made me come back to Texas, and so I transferred <laughs> to UT. So, um, anyway. and we all know what that code is for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. So I, um, so we met up on this alumni site, and I'm so happy to have her here. Bethany, this is a really cute and fun book for the Christmas season. So for those of you who have kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, it would be a really fun um, book. And Bethany has a box set, too. So tell me something. Let's start at the beginning. Where where did you get um, or tell us a little bit about what The Mouse in the Hammock is about? Yes. So starting at the beginning goes back way back to actually before I was born. Um, So my mom, I know my mom in 1970 was um, pregnant with my older brother and she uh, went into a, um, she was actually in college at TCU and went into a little gift store on Collins Street and found this ornament that hung in a Christmas tree. It was this little mouse in a hammock and she it reminds me all the time this ornament cost $20 and you know how much $20 was in 1970. Yeah. It's a very expensive little Christmas ornament. And it was, it's just this handmade little mouse. Really, it's just a little mouse head stuck on a piece of felt with a little blanket over it. And it hangs in the Christmas tree on two branches. So it kind of hangs in the middle. So I've had a mouse in the hammock on a my Christmas tree my entire life. And I just thought everyone did. I didn't realize that I was anything special, uh, but that my tree was different from anyone else's tree. Um, so that's kind of where this whole thing started. Um, originally, it goes all the way back to uh, 1970, which my husband reminds me is almost 50 years. And I then tell him that it was before I was born. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that that's kind of where it started. And then kind of fast forward um, to when my kids were little, um, we were having a little bit of an issue with them at Christmas time, um, only being concerned about what Santa was bringing them. And we were trying to figure out how we could come up with a bedtime story that would really talk about helping others. And so that's really where this story originated. It's about 15 years ago. We started um, a bedtime story based on the little mouse in the hammock. Um, so then we would ask the kids at night, well, what would a mouse do to be helpful, you know, and prepare the house for Santa Claus? 
and every night they'd kind of come up with with little things. And by then, the the mouse and the hammock had involved some. And so, because um, I was not given the mouse and the hammock, my parents would not give me the ornament. So I just remade it. And at that time, I remade it with a little stuffed animal that could come out. So when the kids would be like, well, he, you know, tastes us the cookies in the morning, we'd have him on the, you know, kitchen island with some crumbs because he taste tested the cookies. And so all the little things that our kids would come up with, um, that is what the mouse would do. And that's actually what's made it into the story, um, into the book. Um, so there's a couple of things, even like the mouse sews up a hole in the stocking. And that's um, because I still haven't gotten to that. Um, there's still a hole in the stocking. <laughs> um, it just, you know, the things that the grownups are too busy to do, that's the mouse's job. That's great. And that's good, too, because it tells kids there's no such thing as too small to make a difference and too small to be considered important. So I like that idea as well. I think that's encouraging for children. Yeah, it is. It's And that's the moral at the end of the story when Santa rewards the mouse. That's what he tells him is that you don't have to be big to make a big difference, even someone as little as a mouse. And I think that really resonates with kids. We've actually already started to get feedback of teachers who are using this in their classroom um, and just really um, hearing a lot of positivity coming back to us about how kids are responding that like, hey, I'm little too, just like a mouse and I can do good and things like that. And so it's really um, warms my heart because my children yeah. are older now. So I didn't know how this was going <laughs> to go down. I just, I just kind of all in created this, um, this book. And when I kind of do something, I jump all the way in. So, um, yeah, so it's been, it's been really neat to hear some of the feedback that we're getting from children and teachers and parents. Wonderful. All right. Now what, tell us about the, the charity, uh, tie for this book as well. Yeah. So one of the things that we wanted to do was really um, kind of reinforce the fact that children can make a difference. And so in the back of the book, so um, each book comes as a gift set with a, your very own mouse to hang in your Christmas tree. Um, so when you get the gift set, it comes with a mouse and the mouse comes can come out of the hammock and go around your house and do good deeds. And so what we really wanted to do was reinforce, um, and we're calling it the mouse's mission. So mouse's mission is to teach children impact the lives of other children around the world. So okay. it's kind of a two-part mission. So the first one is that um, all the mice are handmade at a fair trade factory in Nepal. And so in the back of the book, there's actually a, a two-page spread that's written in language a child can understand. It's actually written for them, not written for the parents. Um, and it explains what, what fair trade is and that these women are taught a skill so they can get a job and, you know, provide education and housing for their children and their families. And it supports a whole village. So it's a pretty neat um, place where the mice come from. And they're handcrafted. So each one's a little different. Um, so that makes them very, very special. Oh, pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's really, the handwork is amazing. Actually, we got the first samples. I was blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, this is way more than I expected it to be. So we were pleasantly surprised um, at how our mouth turned out, the mice turned out. And then um, the second part of that is that a portion of the proceeds goes to an orphanage um, in Haiti. Um, and so we, in terms that try not to scare a child, um, explain what an, an orphanage is. Um, mm -hmm. So we just say children who have sadly lost their families. Um, they live in this orphanage and we provide them education and food and clothing. And so a portion of the proceeds goes to that as well. And our goal, um, I, I did, <laughs> um, I printed 5,000 box sets. And so with that, when those are all sold, hopefully this season, but maybe next season as well, uh, we will end up giving the orphanage $10,000. So that's that's our goal is to um, really su support those children and, and love them and help them to. Um, oh, that's to, wonderful. Yeah, excited. So yeah, this is great. Well, and I do want everyone to know uh, of our listeners that I read the descriptions of 
the fair trade uh, definitions, I guess, and the orphanage. It is extremely kid friendly. So, um, even for your, you know, for your younger kids, but it also really gets the point across of how much you're helping other children. And I think kids like that. They like being able to help other kids, or at least mine always have. So I think that's a really good idea. I love the fact that each ornament is handcrafted. So it's its own unique mouse. So that's pretty cool too. That is so neat. And in the back. Thank you. And in the back under the little mouse's mission, like like just one sentence that it says, it's just like the mouse in our story. You may be small, but you can make a big difference. And then it goes on to say how, how they make, how you as a five-year-old reading a book about a mouse have made a difference in the lives of these children and these women. And Wonderful. so, um, yeah, so it's really geared to children. It's, and, you know, and, mm-hmm. to, and so it's, it's been fun it's been exciting bit of a roller coaster um but you know right now we're we are going to lots of shows around central texas on the weekends and trying to just get out there and meet people and introduce our little mouse and try to spread some holiday cheer around that's wonderful all right so that said where can we find this online to order a box set yes it is um I, I try to not be sneaky at all. It is the mouse in the hammock.com. Um, so nothing abbreviated, nothing left out, the full the mouse in the hammock.com. Oh, good. That does make it easy, you know? <laughs> no, no crazy yeah. spellings or anything. Yeah, so. no crazy spellings, no <laughs> words left out, no abbreviations, just oh, the mouse in the hammock.com. Dot com. Bethany, thank you so much for being here, 80 Pie Sister, and I am so excited for you. Wish you the best of luck this holiday, and we are just so happy you stopped by. Thank you so much again for having me. It has been my, my pleasure to share my little mouse's story with you. Oh, thank you, Bethany. All right, well, you have a good night. Thank you so much. You too. Thank, thank you. you. How fun. Okay, so that was really fun to be able to bring somebody to the table. And I have looked at this book, and the illustrations are incredible, too. She didn't do the illustrations, but her artist is just amazing. So anyway, um, Lou, I'm going to talk long enough for you to help us get through a little break time because I need a little break after having to actually like interview. So anyway, <laughs> um, we, I know we'll come back from break so that we can all have fun ripping on um, Alabama. So yes. um, <laughs> that was football stuff. So anyway, thank you so much. This was so fun to actually do like real work. For me, been an awful good girl, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear. Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Next year I could be just as good if you check off my Christmas list Santa baby I want a yacht and really that's not a lot been an angel all year Santa baby so hurry down the chimney tonight Santa honey One little thing, I really need the deed To a platinum mine, Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight 
into cutie and fill my stocking with a duplex and checks. Sign your ex on the line, Santa cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Come and trim my Christmas tree with some decorations bought at Tiffany. I really do believe in you. Believe in me Santa baby Forgot to mention One little thing A ring I don't mean on the phone Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Hurry down the chimney tonight Tonight. Isn't that so much fun, y'all? I love that song. Aggie, I'm glad you chose that one. That was a good one. Yeah, I, cho- I chose it, and you know why I chose it. Because it gets people to act up. <laughs> yes. People. Yes. Man. We have decided that our Christmas music is going to trigger people. We, we just, we just like yeah. the idea. So, um, yeah, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, okay, y'all, this is how adorable a Southern girls can be. Bethany has already sent me a thank you Facebook message for having her on the show. We are so good wow. at following up with the thank yous. So anyway, Thank y'all so much again for listening to her, and um, she did such a cute job. All right, Aggie. So <laughs> last week, <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> last week, rivalry week, rivalry week. Oh gosh, it was awful. It was... Okay, first off, I got to lead with my team, Aggies okay. LSU Tigers, LSU. Was ranked number one. This this was the third number one team that we played this year. <laughs> oh so I had I had I knew we were going to lose. As a matter of fact, I congratulated every LSU fan I knew a week in advance <laughs> because <laughs> I knew we were going to lose. But I, you know, and and honestly, I'm just glad it wasn't a shutout. I mean, it was they played wonderfully I, they really had a they were clicking out there they were just they were I mean it was like a dance watching them play it was really cool they really have a good team this year and so I was I was I really liked watching the game mm-hmm. I didn't like losing by that much necessarily <laughs> but you know I was already prepared to lose and, and so, so it, it was okay but I have yeah. to tell you yeah, my my son who loves A and M is convinced he's going to go to A and M and be in the Corps and study to be a vet um, at the age of nine. So just remember, he's very young to have these dreams. But anyway, he was he was terribly upset. He could not understand why A and M was not winning. And I'm like, well, sweetheart, LSU is a better team, and it, it just it did not. He was not happy. So. <laughs> Uh, it was so cute. You do so tell cute. him that that his, his that his other Aggie aunt over here commiserates with him, but you know we we just ha- we didn't have it. I yeah. firmly believe some high school decided to steal all our uniforms and they showed up on the field. I I can't think of any other reason as to why. So I think that. Um, Yes, I mean, and LSU really is just incredible this year. Uh, Rankings have come out again. LSU is actually number two this week. Ohio State is number one. Ohio State, obviously, their game against Michigan was just kind of nothing worth mentioning. Um, Georgia is – oh, it's horrible. Clemson is still third. Georgia is fourth. We've got Utah at five and Oklahoma at six. Oklahoma and 
Baylor will play for the, um, what is it, Big 12 Championship this week, because this is championship week everywhere. And then, let's see, Lou, is LSU playing Georgia for the SEC Championship? Yes, the SEC Championship is Georgia and LSU. Okay, okay. Um, And that will be be a real good game, too. So. Be rooting for the dogs, <laughs> not rooting for the tigers. <laughs> I, have I love you, Aggie. I just, you know, you know what, you know how much I dislike Oklahoma when I'm rooting for Baylor. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, anyway, my personal favorite game last week was the Iron Bowl, Auburn oh, and Alabama. My word. What? A fabulous game that was. Oh, I mean, that was so I don't wonderful. think there was any sense there, but but it was great. It, I, it was a it was great. You know, seeing Saban was exactly yeah. yeah. completely lose it, losing his mind on the sideline was just. I mean, I I, <sighs> I don't need a Christmas. That was it. Oh, that was it oh, for me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that was just so epic. I just loved every second of it. And um, we were, what was even funnier was that we were on the road at the time. So I didn't even get to see it, but just hearing it. And then I would look it up on my phone and I would just like have to laugh. But it was just so wonderful to see them just fail (laughs) in a big way. And what is it about that game that just the craziest plays seem to happen and that's what makes it more fun too. Just it really was, crazy. It really, yeah, watching all the plays, the penalty, the, all of that stuff, and, and and I'm just watching that going. There must be some kind of football vortex that happens during the Iron Bowl because I don't see any of this crap happening anywhere else. Yeah, I thought that was the entire SEC. I thought that was just the SEC in general. Like it is in the East. Yeah, well, but it's like it's almost like super concentrated, distilled it to its essence right it's at just, the Iron Bowl. It's amazing <laughs> what happens there. So, um, anyway, so that was pretty crazy. And so, with that, Auburn moved up to eleven in the rankings, and Alabama fell down to twelve. And I just, you know, there was much rejoicing. Oh, so, I have fallen. I'm sorry, I'm telling I mean, pride goes before a fall, for real. And um, anyway, so I guess that's what they get for being them. I don't know. But uh, let's see here. Who else do we have? We've got the other championship game is going to be Big Ten, and that's going to be Wisconsin and Ohio State. And that should be pretty good. That should be a pretty good game. Um, Obviously, Ohio State is going to win, but I sure hope Wisconsin doesn't make it easy for them. That's, I'm kind of rooting for an upset here, but I have too many friends that actually attended or root for Ohio State, so I have to like keep quiet about that. It would be really cool to see an upset. Yeah. Yeah, it would be cool to see an upset. Now, um, so that's kind of the, bigger games that are going to be happening. I'm looking at the rankings right now and we'll just see what happens with bowl selections and stuff from there. But, um, I don't know. I like this top four of Ohio state, LSU, Clemson and Georgia, obviously LSU and Georgia, both being in the top four, that's going to make this weekend even more significant, but we'll just see what happens with the fallout from that. Um, as one, far as rankings uh, and selection. One game of note was the Egg Bowl um, incident. Oh, God. Yeah, and oh, my gosh. I, I just, I mean, I, I actually watched that, and I just could not believe. That they, now, they, they say that it's a tradition to actually, when you, you score in your opponent's field, I, I guess it, it's a tradition with them, to actually imitate a dog peeing on the on the end zone, <laughs> oh. but it 
It cost them greatly because with that came a 15, what was it, a 15-yard penalty? Something so crazy like that. They needed the extra point in order to tie the game into overtime, and they missed the point. So, so basically, that little stunt, in my opinion, cost them the game. I mean, obviously, it was the extra lack of extra point that cost them the game, but had they not done that, I think they would have possibly tied the game and gone on to overtime, and who knows what would have happened then. Seriously. But that would mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, and let me just say this as somebody who attended Ole Miss, that is so Mississippi. I mean, just to just goof up like that. I'm like, really? You know? Uh. I was, I was. I was not impressed, let's just say. I, I was just like, y'all, <laughs> seriously. So, and the coach got fired from, the Ole Miss coach got fired um, oh, wow. among several coaches, because this is all happening now, the uh, coach carousel, everybody's losing their jobs and all this stuff, but he was one of the ones that got fired, but I don't think it was for the dog. No, I, I think it was for the like. I suppose in, in the whole the whole season. Yeah, and yeah. Well, you know what they say at Ole Miss. You know, we we may lose a game, but we never lose a party. So <laughs> <laughs> that's <is> true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like game, what game? You know. <laughs> so oh, I'm over here snorting. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, speaking of party, why don't you introduce us to our cocktail for the week? Oh, yeah. Our cocktail is actually a very easy cocktail, but you're going to need some special stuff in order to make it. And um, as I'm, I'm sure everybody's aware, vodka comes in many flavors now. Some are questionable. Some are actually very good. Some I... I actually agree with the pairing, like uh, any of the citrus vodkas, that makes sense to me, because most of the time you're actually putting some kind of citrus with vodka in some kind of cocktail. So, uh, oh yeah, eggnog. Eggnog is always good. Yeah. Uh, but this this week's is the Vodka Rita. So, it's oh. actually very simple. But you need a lime-flavored vodka. Absolute makes a really good one, and I believe Pinnacle does too, and so does Smirnoff, and uh, run the gamut with all the vodka makers. Um, everybody's got a lime-flavored one. And um, it's very simple to make. You just take two parts of whichever lime vodka you prefer and add half part of agave nectar. Now, some people like agave nectar better than they do simple syrup, and other people like simple syrup better than agave nectar. It's just a taste thing for me. And okay. uh, one one part of lime juice, and I always say fresh lime juice is the best. Uh, try not to buy something like the little real lemon stuff or anything like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. really just for accent. <laughs> You put all that in an ice-filled shaker and shake for a while, and then you just pour it into a salt-rimmed glass and enjoy. And you can garnish with a lime if you want If you want to. I usually just skip it, but mm -hmm. that's pretty much it. That's the vodka Rita. So it's kind of a take on a vodka, uh, on, a, on a margarita, but with using vodka instead of uh, tequila. Yeah, that sounds really great. Very cool. All right. So thank you, Aggie. That is an awesome cocktail for the week. And now it is time for your, um, what you're bringing to the table today, tonight. Well, so of course we all saw that it was Black Friday and Cyber Monday and everybody was shopping online because nobody wanted to brave the stores. Well, some of us did brave the stores. I did not. I used to work retail, and I told myself this will never happen again. So I, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I never went to a mall this weekend. Thank God. My mom did, but she's crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, she got some good deals, though. She was telling me she got some really good deals. Um, but I, 
always look for, I, I always go to Amazon after Cyber Monday, they usually have Oprah's list of favorite things up. And I always laugh because it's usually stuff that most people cannot afford. And this is, this is a woman that's always, you know, she had her show and it was always, toward, you know, um, focused on women who were struggling or who, you know, needed a pick me up or whatever. You know, she was always giving away cars, you know, whatever. Yeah. But she always tried to have that, oh, this is for everybody type of thing going. But you look at the list and there's stuff in there that I'm like, even if I were affluent, I wouldn't own this. Yeah. <laughs> no reason to own this. <laughs> exactly. But, but she had some really cute ideas. And, and, you know, so I made a list of the, of the, of the of five things that are reasonably priced and five things that I would never own, even if I had all the money in China. So uh, the, uh, under the list of, of, of things that I would buy that are reasonably priced, she had... And this is for you people in California. She had a set of five plastic straws that were oversized, so you could drink slushes up with them. And they were really, I mean, I, I looked at them and I said, you know what, I actually would own this and, and keep them here because sometimes the straws that come with your sonic uh, freeze or whatever are just not good enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you need something mm -hmm. white. She had one, a, a set of five, and they were $15, so that's not too bad, especially since you can just rinse them and use them again. They're, you know, reusable. Um, she had a really cute coffee cup, a travel cup that looks like, you know, like the Starbucks cup or whatever. They came in several colors, and it was called the e-coffee reusable travel cup, and it was $11.99. It was really inexpensive, and that's something that you can always put, like, a little stocking stuffer or... A yeah. gift for a worker who's like addicted to coffee or whatever. That's always a really cute gift. Uh, she also had some t-shirts from a company called Trailblazer. And they, they were really cute. She had three of them listed. One had Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And another one had um, Mae Johnson, who was um, uh, an astronaut. And the other one had Susan B. Anthony. So there was a... A variety for, let's just say, political and artistic inspiration. Uh, but all of the sh all of the shirts were, you know, cartoony. They weren't actual, you know, pictures of the women. They were just cartoon mm -hmm. depictions of. Them. And so they looked really cute. They were really cute. Uh, and those were about twenty two dollars between twenty two and twenty three dollars. So that's not too bad for a long sleeve t shirt. Yeah. Um, she also had a, a little. Uh, uh, I like giving this to my nieces because for some weird reason, they just wreck theirs or toss them somewhere or forget where they put them. I, I get I get them little Bluetooth speakers. And Sony has one. It's, it's a portable Bluetooth speaker. It's really cute. It's adorable. And it comes in different colors. Oh, so okay. I was going to get them all different colors so that nobody could say, oh, you're using mine because that always happens. And that one was about $35, which is not bad for a Bluetooth uh, speaker. So yeah. that, was, that was a really cool idea. And the last thing that I saw that was that I would use if, if, I, if I had touchscreen is a pair of touchscreen gloves. A lot of people, you know, in the wintertime have to take off their gloves to actually use their phones. <laughs> so yes. These gloves were actually made for touchscreens and and they're really handy it's one size fits all which means you know some of us are going to get screwed because it's going to be too big but um those ran about 35 dollars so that wasn't too bad for for um, for a pair of gloves especially if they're touchscreen gloves which are kind of yeah. specialized yes they are they are cool okay now in the expensive and i don't know why anybody would want to buy this category <laughs> we had several interesting and entries and i had to yeah i actually had to work hard to just keep it at five because there were so many i had to work hard to get the other side at five because there were so few but this one you know this one was easy it's just it was trying to figure out which ones i would never have she had um 
a Prepster emergency backpack. Now that's actually a good idea, but this one kind of boggles the mind for me. It was oh. listed at $395 and you have your choice, one canvas and leather in different colors. But what I found really interesting what was included in there. And I, I just, okay, to give you an idea, one of the things that was in there, you have your emergency phone chargers, you have uh, uh, solar flares, and you have um, uh, maglite or something like that. Okay. You have water and you have food. Okay. The food supply consisted of delicious coconut shortbread bars with a five-year shelf life. And it's Coast Guard approved, so that's kind of cool. But that was the food. It's a three-day supply. Okay. And a first aid kit that, you know, obviously that should, everybody should have that in their car anyway. Yes. But then it really gets kind of interesting. It had a Malin and Getz essential kit, which meant it has six bottles, facial, facial cleanser, vitamin E face moisturizer, body cleanser, vitamin B5 body moisturizer, shampoo, and, and um, conditioner. And I'm like, why would you need an emergency kit? <laughs> Especially oh. this brand. This brand is not exactly like you can buy at CVS or Walgreens, okay? A, um, oh a Marvis toothpaste and toothbrush. Now, again, that's not an emergency item. Personally speaking, I've been caught without a toothbrush while camping when I was young, and we were taught that you get a, a small branch and you chew the end off of it and use that as your toothbrush. And that's what we did. So I, I, I really, this, this just boggled the mind. Oh, you get tea bags, perfect for cold brewing, because you don't know if you can build a fire yet. You have um, premium chocolate in case you don't like the tea. Mm. Uh, you know, you have a... <laughs> <laughs> now, I would personally like chocolate in my, you know, go bag. An but air you go. respirator mask. An air respirator mask was included in this. And I just, I was like, okay, I, I, you lost me. I cannot justify this at all. Well, you know, <laughs> what I thought was, what I think is so funny, I was half expecting you to say that there was some kind of like emergency nail glue or, you know, some kind of manicure repair kit or something like that, too. Because uh, there is a nail kit. <laughs> Do what? There's a nail kit. There's a nail kit. Like, <laughs> okay. Shut up. Oh now, no, not lying. There is a nail kit in there. I was just like, I was flabbergasted because you know, growing up, you know, your your bug out bag or your emergency bag or whatever, it doesn't have most of that stuff. I, I just, I don't no. understand. So, oh. I don't know. Whatever. Oh my gosh. Uh, another thing that Oprah is well known for, she likes very comfortable clothing. And I remember an episode where uh, I, you know, you're wearing that, or I don't know what the name of the show was, but it used to be on Bravo. And she came to see what Oprah had in her closet, and Oprah had sweats in there. Now, Oprah's sweats are different from my sweats. My sweats come from Walmart and Hanes. Hers are kind of on the higher side, you know, and she, of course, this year she also had sweats listed and they were by Alala. The top is $135 and the bottoms are $145. Oh my word. Do you have that? Do you have any idea how many pairs of shoes I could buy with that money? I just like, no, I'm not buying sweats with that money. I just couldn't believe it. That is I'll, so I'll, I'll, crazy. Yeah, and I looked to make sure that it wasn't like silk sweats or alpaca or woven from the, you know, the ever elusive mohair moth or whatever. So, <laughs> no, it's just cotton and whatever. And I'm like, I'm not paying $145 for a pair of sweatpants. It's just I not mean, happening. Seriously. <laughs> I, you know, and... Some of it, I mean, even at that price, I still wouldn't wear them. After I decided to be a stay-at-home mom and not go back to work after I had my eldest, I decided I would never wear sweatpants. 
because if I was going to wear sweatpants as a stay at home mom, that meant I had given up. But uh, even at $140, I still wouldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> you know? Okay. I tell other people, y'all I mean, can wear sweatpants because wear- you don't stay home with your kids all day. But, you know, I mean, it just, it, anyway, slippery slope. Yeah. But, yeah, that's insane. Good Lord. I just, I was like, okay. A fall fur hat. Now, now oh. this this hat is made by House of Fluff, and it retails for $125, but it's very special because it's made 100% from recycled plastic. So I Ew. ask you. Yeah. Can I tell you something, Aggie? <laughs> House of Fluff sounds like a bordello. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I was so close, but I was not going to say it. <laughs> okay, I'm, oh, I'm not the only one who thought that. I, I was just, I was just like, House of Fluff. I either they skin rabbits, or this is a house of ill repute, or I don't know. But then I saw oh the, my gosh. the okay. hat. And, and recycled plastic. Okay. <laughs> It's 100% recycled plastic, which is a great idea. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I, that's Somebody took the initiative. They came up with this idea, and now they're marketing it. I give them kudos. But when you live in a, you know, you, you, in a place like Texas, you're, you're not going to use this hat that no. often. No. You're just not. Uh, if you were up north, I can see people using this hat more often. But I cannot see somebody that lives like, you know, in a modest home and a two income household with five kids spending $125 for a recycled plastic hat. I just, I don't see it. I I think they would prefer cotton or, or, you know, something that's less expensive and and, uh, keeps you warm. Yeah, Uh, exactly. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Okay. It's it's not even a cute hat, but whatever. It's just the fact that it's one hundred and twenty five dollars. I just yeah, I seriously, you know. Um, now this next thing, I was kind of, I can see, I can see where some people would want this. It's an electric corkscrew. Okay. If you're arthritic, I can totally understand doing this, but. It costs, it's, a, it's about $100, mm-hmm. and you can do the same thing with, like, the rabbit. Even if you're arthritic, the rabbit does the same work, and it's, the rabbit's, what, $30, $35? Okay. About, yeah. About that. Um, and the drawback to the electric one is that you need electricity, and <laughs> sometimes <laughs> when you want to drink, you may not have electricity available, and that's why you want to drink. So, I don't know. I, I, I just, I thought that that was kind of too pricey for something that, it's, a, it, it's something that's yeah. nice to have if you drink a lot of wine and you entertain a lot and your hands hurt after a while of opening wine, mm-hmm. you know, bottles. But I, I just don't see the pra- practical side of it. Not, okay. Not, yeah. I can understand if you have arthritis having this but like I said a rabbit actually works just as well and even with arthritic hands you can still open a bottle with a rabbit so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's why yes that rabbit already oh my word already oh my goodness (laughs) oh my word okay already does that because he knows it makes me blush I am totally red right now. <laughs> uh, me too. Okay. And I guess the last item that I had on the list, trying to like get over this whole rabbit thing. Um, she had a couple of things that were uh, makeup oriented. She had a set of nail lacquers that were 
there were six bottles and they were a hundred dollars. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Nail color should not be that expensive. It never no. lasts that long. No. And so I was just like, yeah, that's incredibly no. And then she had a set of four lipsticks for $120. Also a no. You're drinking, you're eating, you're yelling at kids, you're outside in the Texas sun. All that stuff's going to melt off anyway. So why bother paying $120 yeah. for a lipstick? Hey, Ordy, I would, I would gladly waste lipstick smooching you. How's that? <laughs> But what I did find interesting is that she had listed um, an eyeshadow. It's House Labs Liquid Eyeshadow from Lady Gaga. And it it retails for $96. Now, one of the things, and and I'm going to explain. I have a list of things to do before I die. Everybody calls it a bucket list, but I've had this list since I was 17. So it was always called a list of things to do before I die. Okay. Number, I want to say number 42, I believe, is to own makeup by the House of Guerlain, you know. And oh, I, I love, yeah. they have my favorite perfume, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. but I always want to see their makeup because I thought it was so pretty. I can't afford yeah. it. And it's even cheaper than this eyeshadow. So <laughs> I was like $96 <laughs> for a liquid eyeshadow. It better come with the guy that's going to apply it because exactly. It's just, that's it. you know. um, yeah, either have my own makeup supervisor, you know, to apply it. It's just some of the stuff that, like I said, some of the stuff that she has on that list is just extremely ridiculous. And some of it, actually, I can I can see. She had some bandanas for dogs. One of them was a reflective bandana, which I thought was really cool to have if you walk your dogs at night mm-hmm. or, you know, early. So, you know, there's there's some things. And, and to give her credit, she runs the gamut and all, all sorts of weird things. Now, what I found funny was that the last item listed was Michelle Obama's journal book on becoming. Uh, and uh, I thought that was kind of weird because I would have... if. I, I would have put it first because it's only nine ninety nine, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people kind of like Michelle Obama, and the the Becoming book was very popular for her and everything, and so I thought that this, you know, if you want to push something that's relatively inexpensive that a lot of people are going to buy, you may want to put it at the top of the list, not at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, okay, so this is a journal to accompany her book. Is that what you're saying? I think that's what it was. I I took a brief glance at it. I was more entranced with the uh, pots and pans that she had listed. I I will admit, I will pay back for good quality cookware. I always will. That's that's different. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for the price of that emergency bag, you could get really nice kitchen cookware. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Aggie, I just don't even know what to say after that. So (laughs) (laughs) I just just want to bring it all the way around back to Nick Saban and the tantrum that he threw on the field. That was so good. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. There we are. Uh, Um, I'm sure I'm going to lose some followers or gain some. I don't know how people feel about this man, but. When I saw him lose his temper, I was just flabbergasted. I did not expect that at all. Even even when a call goes against Alabama, I've never seen him this upset. Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally was jumping up and down, stomping his feet so mad. Oh, it was great. <laughs> Oh, my word. Nothing like a grown man throwing a temper tantrum. So that is hilarious. All yeah. right. So, Aggie, that's, the, uh, you know, you need one of those um, vodka margarita things to read that Oprah list, you know? 
Oh, yeah. I really suggest that y'all take a nice, strong drink to peruse that list because there's some stuff in there that I'm like, I, I had no idea that people even made this much less. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, I just, so I'm I like, honestly would get the Merlot a cigarette afterwards. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Frightening. Okay. Well, um, I, I think that is it for us is that was that all we had for the table tonight i'm pretty sure that was it for me yeah i know that i'm going to be buying a few of those uh gift sets though i have i have a bunch of little nephews and uh i think and 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 that whole elf on the shelf thing kind of wigs me out so i'd rather do the mouse in the hammock thing personally yeah (laughs) i guess it's not quite as scary (laughs) um, and you know what you can link your cocktail recipe to the twitter feed and let's also put bethany's website on there the mouse in the hammock.com so that people can um click onto that too if they'd like to get some gift sets and um, I think that is it. We've got Jen or uh, are Jen and Rick coming up next? Who's next, Lou? Rick is next. Rick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe he's on. Okay. All right. Okay. Very good. So we will mosey on out of here so Rick can take over. And as always, just keep listening to the fantabulous podcast talent here on klrn and just remember that we're the comic relief and all of that so um and we're taking anyway, you out with a christmas song exactly what we are <laughs> yeah yeah we're taking, Do, what'd you say we're taking you out with a christmas song song so enjoy the music oh yes enjoy this christmas song y'all we'll see you next week <laughs> good night y'all <laughs> Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.